right. Welcome in, everyone. We have another jam-packed episode for you today and a great guest on the line. First off, though, my name is Tristan Plunkett, your host. As always, I got Craig Mushineau here with me. Craig, how are we doing? All good, Tristan. All good. Always. I love it. Love it. Yeah, we're breathing the sunshine air here. It's a little hot for the fall time, but hey, we'll deal with it better than uh, better than the snow coming down this early. But hey, it was a great, great interview. We just wrapped up here. We were speaking with Thomas Fields. He's the CEO of Grind. Now, Grind Basketball is his first item coming off the shelves here that he's releasing. He saw a need in the marketplace and decided to fill it with his rebounding machine. And really what's unique about his device is a lot of times these, uh, you know, the, the big mega stores, so to speak, they're charging at five, 6,000 bucks for one of these rebounding machines where you can, you know, shoot and not require somebody to be passing the ball back to you each time. This one, it's a lot more on brand with market value. You know, the regular kids out there practicing can afford it. And that's where, that's where he needs it. The best part about it, it all fits into a duffel bag. So it's it's really unique concept. Like I said, he saw a need in the marketplace and uh, just really loved hearing him he, hearing him chat about it with us and his process of how he got there. Right, Craig? Yeah, really enjoy hearing about the process, hearing about everything that went into starting a company. You know, he talked about uh, the value that he got out of accelerators, how they helped him build connections, how they helped him look at his business plan, um, a lot of really interesting things for our listeners out there that are starting companies across any industry. And yeah, like you mentioned with the product, it, it's, this is a game changer for rebounding machines. So I'm really excited for this product to launch. Um, and, and it was also just fun hearing the story about how Thomas got there. Exactly right. Yeah, we're talking to him. I'm not, I won't say the beginning of the process, but the beginning of uh, of the last stage of the process, I guess. So it's not available quite yet for you, but you can go to his website, grindbasketball.com, and uh, attach your name to the waiting list there, and uh, we'll see we'll see how it all comes about. See if you're a lucky one to potentially get one of those early releases. But yeah, like you said, he utilizes all the resources available to him to really get his product to the stage where it's at now. He jumped in with those accelerators with MIT, with other folks. And it's really, you know, it's more like a startup school now. Talks about how he, uh, you know, researched other startups and how they released their product and the best way to go about it and the best time of year and how do you market it. And it's, it's just all so interesting. It's a little bit of different uh, interview that we do here usually. We do get into a little bit of, uh, of training prowess with him since he was a high school ranked basketball player at one point but hey yeah the, the lion's share of this interview here he's talking about grind basketball and how it's going to be making a difference maybe out in your driveway very soon so we'll get into it with him right here before we do you know the drill make sure you're scrolling down clicking that five star button give us a rating hitting that subscribe button and make sure you're following us on all the social media outlets instagram twitter at hustle with us but without further ado here we go mr thomas fields Before we get to our interview, a quick word about the Hustle Sports training app. If you're an athlete trying to improve your skills or a youth sports coach trying to develop your players with an effective training program, look no further than the Hustle app. Hustle is the simplest way to learn new sports skills. We partner with coaches and trainers at all levels to produce instructional videos and training plans that will help you to improve your fundamentals and master advanced techniques. Whether you're building out your practice plans or looking to improve your form, techniques, or fitness, Hustle has a training plan for you. 
Download our app in iTunes or the Google Play App Store by searching Hustle Training or visit our website at hustletraining.com. Get a leg up on your competition with Hustle. All right, here we go. All right, welcome in, everyone. We have with us on the line Mr. Thomas Fields. He's an entrepreneur himself, CEO of Grind Basketball, took a little bit of time out of his day to join us here today. Thomas, how are we doing today? Good, good, doing good. Thank you guys for having me. I'm excited. We know you just wrapped up a long work day. You're uh, kind of extending the work day right now a little bit here with us, and we appreciate it. Uh, we definitely want to hear all about Grind Basketball and your mission here uh, with the company, what you want to be doing here in the near future. But let's start with uh, with your story. I know you played a little bit uh, back in high school and yeah. you know, out of Houston. Uh, what what kind of brought you into what you're trying to do here with Grind Basketball? Oh, man, thank you. And, and uh, I think what ultimately it was just a matter of me just, you know, solving my own problem for, you know, the, a whole bunch of kids that, that kind of grew up and, and that had the same passion as me uh, as, as basketball players. Uh, I ultimately, you know, kind of started the company right after high school. Uh, not officially, but kind of in my head as the idea uh, to solve my own problem. Um, and, and really, it was, you know, I was a basketball player in Houston, inner city, um, kind of ranked in the city and all that stuff. You know, guys like Justice Winslow and uh, Kelly Oubre that play, you know, they're NBA guys now. But, you know, I was, I was ranked up there with those guys and, and really trying to, you know, compete at that level. And it came, I think it was like 10th grade year, um, and, you know, I was ranked, I was doing doing well, ninth grade on varsity, hit 10th grade year, and ultimately just blew out my ACL. Mm. Uh, and it was kind of, you know, devastating for me. Really, you know, you know, came to like one of the lowest points of my being able to play basketball ever since like seven years old, right? And I'm sure there's a, a lot of kids that can relate to that, um, just not knowing what to do, right? And um Really, my only option to my to me was to to get to Division One college, so I just started doing you know push ups every single day. Started doing like you know two a days and three a days and working out and doing my recovery process, um, shooting like a thousand shots a day, you know, without you know any help and just just trying to make it work. And then you know eleventh grade, I come back. Um, 11th grade year, I start dunking, and I, you know, I'm, I'm like a 5'10", you know, Mexican, and, you know, I'm make, I'm mixed Mexican and black, so I'm, I'm like this Mexican kid that's like not even six foot dunking, right, so it's kind of crazy, and I go up for a dunk, and 11th grade year, going into that year, I, I come down and tear my other ACL, um, yeah, man, so it was, it was tough in high school, and I, I went through all these injuries, but uh, ultimately, after that second ACL tear, my my coach, my, my there was a new coach at the school, and he had purchased this this brand new shooting machine for the for the school, and I was just like, oh man, it's perfect. Um, so you know, my goal was obviously to be on this thing twenty four seven and make sure I, I would never miss in a game. Um, you know, make sure you know these college coaches are recruiting me the right way, and I'm I'm working on the right things, and. Um, Ultimately, I came to the conclusion that, you know, I, I really didn't have the, the access that I wanted and I thought I had uh, once that, that machine was purchased and it was in the gym. Uh, and I found, you know, after practice, you know, coach would leave and couldn't stay. You know, he had wife, kids, he had 
you know, his own, his own thing going on. And then, you know, before school, you know, 5 a.m., I was willing to wake up, but the gym was closed, right? And I didn't have a key. So it was really like, you know, the only time I had had only time I had the chance to use it was, was during practice. And we don't, you know, basketball teams don't really use the gun during practice. It's more of a of an individual uh, piece of equipment, you know, sure. uh, and it's made. To, in my opinion, it, you know, I have a thesis that it, it, it's uh, it's designed, it's, it should be designed for athletes. But, it, it you know, for the past 20, 30 years, um, you know, equipment like this in general has just been designed to make a profit and has designed to uh, benefit teams, right, for some reason. Uh, so I, so I kind of thought of the, the uh, and, and ran with the thesis of, you know, uh, a company designing products specifically to solve athletes' problems sure. and specifically designing uh, these products for athletes, right? So, um, and, we, and we're starting with basketball. So the, the first first product we came out, first brand that we, we, we launched was Grind Basketball. And our first product is a, uh, you know, ultimately a shooting machine that folds into a duffel bag. And it's, uh, you know, affordable for, for a family and, a, and an athlete to, you know, purchase and buy. Right. And when you say shooting machine, you're talking about that you're going to, you're going to shoot this ball here and it's going to, it's going to fire back your rebound. That way you're not have to, you're, you're, you're putting up a thousand shots a day in practice, you know, when you're practicing individually, uh, that way you don't have to run up each time, go get that rebound. Right. Yeah. And, and, you know, I was trying to shoot a thousand shots a day when I didn't have a machine and it, it'd take me six, seven hours to accomplish that. Right. And, and, you know, you have to go get your rebound. It's, it's crazy. Right. It's crazy to put that much, that, that, that much time into your craft, uh, which, you know, you feel like, you know, you have to do. Um, but if you can use this machine, you could put up, you know, 1200, a thousand shots uh, or more within an hour. Uh, so it increases in practicing efficiency, you know, by 10 times. So it's a no-brainer, you know. These guys like Steph Curry and LeBron James, they're they're, they're able and they have access to you know all these uh, special equipment, uh, you know, shooting machines, uh, you know, laying around all the Division One you know, schools and all the professional teams. You know, have multiple ones. They know the value. But when it comes to you know just the equipment that that's accessible to your your everyday athlete, that I feel like deserves it and should be designed for that kid. Uh, you know, they're, 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 they just weren't there. There wasn't a, a company really focusing on the players. So, um, so yeah, that, that came out with the the, fir- the world's first portable uh, rebounding machine. Is, is essentially what it is. Sure. Yes, it's uh, for athletes by athletes. Because you're still a little bit of a you're still a little bit of a baller yourself, right? You still get out on the court a little bit. Oh yeah, man. I, I try to take care of my knees and 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 still, you know, do these these young youngsters up, man. But uh, yep. And I'm, I'm I'm still young myself, so I, I I try to stay out there pretty frequently with the guys. Let me ask you before we get a little more into grind, you know, here uh, on this podcast, we're all about you know the workout routines and and how to stay in shape and what's the right workout routines. Is somebody coming off uh, well years ago, but you still got to take care of it. Somebody coming off two torn ACLs. Is there any sort of specific drills or specific training exercises you get into to really try and take care of those? Man. Yeah, and I had. I had tons of just different workouts that uh, focus in on, uh, and then just you know obviously there there was a couple that just were my favorite that I feel like pushed me a, a ton, and uh, one of them was you know one of those half half balls that are um, 
you kind of balance one foot off of. Uh, I'm not sure if you, you guys are familiar with those, but they kind of sit on the floor, uh, lay on the floor, and it's like a bubble, right? And oh, you yeah. You kind of put one foot on. Yeah. And you it's kinda, like a half moon kind of thing. Yeah, 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 exactly. So yep. I always love, you know, hopping on those and then just picking out a, either a, a spot on the wall if you didn't have anybody to throw the ball back out to you, but just getting a weight ball and then just balancing, you know, bending your knee uh, a little bit and just really flexing the, that muscle and just working on your balance because that, that, that was a lot, that had a lot to do with kind of uh, the ACL, you know, just around the knee area. That was kind of one of the, one of my favorite workouts for, for my knee, but on the, on the basketball side of things, I, I love using, uh, you know, the two ball, two ball drills, one on the floor, one on the wall and just going at it and just dribbling those at the same time, alternating, uh, doing all kinds of crazy stuff like that is it, kind of my favorite. Uh, drill. There was there was this one one shooting drill that I loved. Uh, it's called Ray Allen, where we would kind of spin it, uh, back spin it, and and run into it and just work on our footwork and just left foot, right foot, go into your shot. That was, that was one of my favorites too. I figured the Ray Allen, you just hang out in the coffin corner all day and wait for somebody to toss you the ball so you can throw it up there. Yeah, yeah. Now my my coach showed us the the Ray Allen a while back, and that that was we I kind of fell in love with that one, man. <laughs> you just run run all over the court and just backspin it to yourself, and you, it's just uh, an all-day thing. You just do that by yourself all day. No, that's great. So let's get back into talking about grind um, a little bit here. And so essentially, I, w- I want to know, tell us about that moment when you decided, all right, I'm going to go all in on this business. I'm going to go all in on this idea. Um, how did you take that plunge? And I think the the biggest thing on taking the plunge for me was uh, I was all in from day one, right? So um, originally going in at it, it was just, I was just make sure that I, I made it work. And, you know, after, after doing, um, you know, an accelerator program, you know, I, I originally started developing the machine in the garage and, you know, I kind of self-taught, I was, I'm a self-taught mechanical engineer. So I, I, a friend taught me how to weld, um, I learned how to do 3D printing and plasma cutting. So I kind of ran my way around the mechanical stuff. And then later on, we got a little more professional, but at the, at the start of it, it was just a matter of, you know, we, we come from a family that was just very, very hardworking and, we, we don't have a lot of money. So it's just kind of a motiv- motivating factor that, you know, first we got to, you know, just make it. We got we to make sure that this thing works. And, you know, uh, you know, it was, it was kind of that as soon as I realized that I wasn't going to be a basketball player and, and play for the NBA, it was just like, this is it. This is the next thing. Like, you just, this is, this is plan mm-hmm. A after the first plan A didn't work. Right? Yeah, sure. So, so it was kind of like that. It, it, I didn't. I didn't have a backup plan. I didn't have an A, B, you know, plan A, B, or C. This was it. So um, I think from the start, um, it, w- it was kind of an all all in type of thing. Um, my my coach that kind of put me on varsity my freshman year. You know, he he was he's still my mentor to this day, and I remember him making shirts. And one of one of the sayings he he made us uh, wear was uh, it just said all in on the shirt, and it was, mm-hmm. it was just our basketball 
saying. And I just really took the same mentality that I had in basketball from, you know, even though I'm not a six foot three guard, um, I'm going to go all in and make sure that I'm successful at it. And, and, uh, and that was that, right. So as soon as I figured out that wasn't going to, going to work, you know, um, you know, I wrapped my head around uh, technology and, and, you know, just became a geek, honestly, mm-hmm. and, and just started falling in love with mechanical engineering and just technology in general, software, and, and, and you, you know, just kind of went all in from that point on. Yeah. Tell us about um, some of those early prototypes. What were they like? Man, those were, those were, those were tough. <laughs> those were, yeah, those were, those were pretty tough. And um, my, one of my friends, uh, Xavier Miller, he, he learned how to weld. He got his certificate and all that stuff. And I would bug him day in, day out. And I was actually working at Canes, raising Canes at the time. Um, so after work, <laughs> It was funny. After work, I would I would go straight to the garage, have Xavier meet me at, in the garage, and you know we would just get to work and you know uh, start welding. Um, but it was really I, I'm a creative guy first, so you know I came up with kind of the concepts, uh, and it was you know mostly logic. But, but let's let's just start from scratch. Let's let's build what we need first. You know, make sure it can pass. Make make sure it can beat your rebound, and uh, make sure it can fit in the duffel bag. And let's just go from there. So, you know, we got some sketches, sketches together. And, uh, and what, whenever metal met metal, we started welding. So it was, uh, uh, yeah, I think we, we went through, I, I think we've gone through more than a hundred prototypes by now. So yeah. uh, it is definitely a, a long process. No, that's great. So tell us about um, kind of the early days and working within accelerators or, you know, I know you um, had, you know, you got um, involved at MIT. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, 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 absolutely. So after, uh, after the garage phase, we kind of graduated into uh, our first accelerator program, which was uh, through U of H and Rice University here in Houston. Uh, and they gave us some capital and that was a three month program. Um, and that, that was primarily, that was very eye opening and educating for me just to, uh, start learning about, you know, kind of customer discovery. Uh, and I did a lot, a lot of the back, back, uh, back end work as far as making sure we have a business model and it's validated and stuff like that. Um, but this program made us go out and talk to, you know, moms and dads and players uh, and actually you know validate that the fact that um you know we were solving a a real problem um so that that was kind of the first the first realm of you know uh our accelerator program it kind of gave us a lot of insight as a market validation if you will right so we did a lot of market research in that phase um and then the second the second round was you know, after that accelerator, we went into uh, a makerspace called TXRX Labs. Um, and then we started having access to, you know, 3D printers and plasma cutters and laser cutters. Um, and it was, it was really cool because, you know, we, we had, we got the chance to learn hands-on and, and, you know, right then and there, um, you know, what it's like to build a manufactured unit with our hands, right? So we, we had that 
that experience. We got to utilize that experience. So that was really, really useful. And then the MIT stuff came in where after we went, uh, won a business plan competition, and ultimately we got into the uh, MIT um, success initiative. Um, and it was ultimately through Rice University, it was connection through Rice. Um, and as long as you were enrolled, so I didn't, I, was at, I wasn't actually a student at MIT. I, I was actually a student at the University of Houston. And as long as you were enrolled in the university, you can en enroll into this program. Um, you know, you got to visit MIT. Uh, so we, pro we, we applied, we got in, and we got some funding for it. Um, and it was great. It was a, a kind of a, a program accelerator type of deal uh, for two years, and they track our progress as we move forward. So it's really understanding how successful startups uh, move along, and and you know how they grow over time, right? So they track how much money we've raised, how many investors we took on, how many employees we had at the time, um, and then just our milestones. If we're meeting our milestones, kind of just daily. Uh, or actually like quarterly KPIs, if you will, uh, that they just kept up with us, right? And, and it, was, it was basically kind of a similar structure to the accelerator program, um, just with a little more money and um, kind of access to some of the, the MIT's best networks as far as investors and, and uh, advisors and things like that. Um, and recently, and recently uh, we actually just got into uh, our third accelerator program Mm. Uh, and you know, ideally, yeah, this is going to be our, our last and final accelerator program, um, before we're kind of, uh, nice, nicely sized as, as a real, uh, multi-million dollar company. Um, but, uh, sure. this is our last, well, not, not, I don't want to say last, but it's a, uh, it's an accelerator program through the Virgin Islands. Uh, and it was through an advisor. We got this connection, um, they gave us our, our biggest round of funding yet. So we, we, we have, uh, we raised some, some good amount of capital with these guys. Um, but it's ultimately the, the first of its kind in the Virgin Islands. Uh, Virgin Islands is starting to be known as a technology accelerator and a, a technology mm -hmm. hub um, in the Caribbean. And, um, you know, my advisor was heavily in, uh, kind of from that, that realm um he brought us in we we applied uh got accepted went through the interview process and um it actually started this month so we're on track to do our our complete our third accelerator program currently in the in the process of it now so it's yeah exciting. and that's why i want to get in get in with you here next with uh, with my next question i, I want to know where where are we at with grind and and the release here i know you got a kickstarter hopefully coming up soon and uh, potentially hoping for, you know, a, a national release even sooner after that. Where are we at in the whole process after those uh, over 100 different prototypes in the, uh, in the beginning stages? Yeah, man, it, it's been crazy. And we're, we're, ex we're more than excited right now. I think I, I haven't been this excited, you know, in, 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 a, in a long time um, with, this, with this tranche of money. I mean, we've, we've been able to utilize... Um, you know, money here and there, you know, our first accelerated program, MIT. Uh, but for the most part, I always had to work a second job and get some, get some capital and bootstrap. But now that we have this large tranche of money, um, and we just feel like sky's the limit now and we can really 
um, utilize the capital, you know, efficiently. So we got some engineers from Silicon Valley working on our uh, finalizing the product and, you know, making it, uh, you know, perfect as far as um, uh, customer experience goes. Um, and, and yeah, we're, we're along the final stages. We're getting our sample units in right now. Um, uh, we're, we're pushing out some test units, you know, kind of on the low. So uh, making sure that it's running smooth, smoothly. And, and it's, uh, it, you know, we did a lot of research on successful startups and successful companies in the past. So we're making sure that we can actually deliver on that Kickstarter. And, you know, we don't, we don't have a, a whole lot of, you know, mad people at the end of the day. We, we're, we're a company that's, you know, staying true and trying to stick to our word as far as we're delivering on this date and we, you know, we meet those standards. So um, doing a lot of upfront uh, leg work and, and, and work on our end to make, ensure that we can deliver, uh, you know, a, a beautiful product uh, sure. to, to athletes and, and, and folks. So, uh, so yeah, when is, we're, we're, we're approaching. Well, I was just going to ask, when is that, uh, when do you have a date right now that, you know, I could anticipate I could go out there to the store or go out online to your website and purchase one of these? Yeah. So our website is grindbasketball.com. So you can definitely go on and kind of get in line. Uh, we have over uh, 300 people already signed up right now. It's wow. kind of word of mouth since we haven't started our campaign or anything like that. But yeah, you go to our website, but we're, we're planning on launching uh, kind of publicly a little bit in October, November, December of this year. Um, and we'll, we'll start to uh, give some teaser videos and start, you, you'll see us start interacting with some awesome influencers. I'm, I'm excited to, to get that going. Um, and then, you know, early next year, January, February, and March, uh, we're shooting for a launch in March, uh, possibly uh, late February. But around March Madness is kind of when we're Ooh. anticipating our launch. So perfect uh, timing. So yeah, man. We're, yeah, we're excited, man. We're, we're very excited. So uh, a lot of research and a lot of work went into it. So we'll probably have a documentary coming out pretty soon too. So oh, that's awesome. We'll keep that's you great. guys in the loop. Yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah, yeah, we'll keep you guys in the loop. No, we're gonna have to have you back on to talk about that, and uh, I'll definitely be keeping an eye on your website and keeping an eye on your social media pages. Uh, for that interaction with those influencers and all the stuff you got coming out. And speaking of which, let's just hear all that now. Where can we find you on Instagram, on Twitter, the whole deal? Where can we find you? Yeah, man, thanks. Uh, it's Grind Basketball. Our Instagram is Grind uh, Basketball underscore. Uh, you can find us kind of pushing out all the basketball content and kind of a lot of behind the scenes stuff is probably going to happen on uh, Grind Incorporated. We have an Instagram for that. Uh, for that, okay. so it's, uh, probably a lot of documentary stuff. Uh, once we launch into different sports and things like that, uh, you'll find a lot of the uh, the stuff on Grind Incorporated happening on that on that end. But Grind Basketball is strictly basketball. We'll be launching exclusive stuff through that through there. Um, and then uh, I think on Twitter we're Grind Incorporated, and we'll get those up and going. Uh, pretty soon so that they we're, we're right now we're only on uh instagram and twitter uh i think we have grind basketball as well on, on facebook and we'll ramp that up in october as well so yeah all kind of getting ready and just kind of building that momentum up right now so right now you're prepped on the marketing side you gotta keep all those handles same and you, know, you gotta have uh make sure you got all of them separated out the right way so we're, we're <laughs> absolutely and we'll keep an eye out for it as well well, thanks again, Thomas, for your time here tonight. And uh, real quick, hey, before you go, we got to do something we get into with all of our guests here. 
It's a little bit of rapid fire round. All we're going to do, I mean, okay, cool. just like your rebounding machine, it's a little shoot and release. The fire question at you, you fire right back with your answer, and uh, you know we'll let you go on your way. It won't go. We'll make it. E- we'll make it easy on you. How about that? Cool, cool. Yeah, yeah I'm ready. That's, that's awesome. I love that. All right. First things first. I always lead off with this guy. Favorite sports movie of all time? Oh, uh, I gotta say, uh, Above the Rim. Nice. My my question is, who is the coach across any sport that you admire the most? Is this college pro or personal? Anything, yeah, any. Uh, coach Henderson, my my high school coach. Definitely. All right, Coach Henderson. Nice, love it. Yeah, no, we hear we hear that a lot. All right, uh, when you were when you were back in your playing days, or even playing now, what was your favorite pregame meal? Oh, uh, what is it? Uh, uh, what is it? I got out to my tongue. Uh, pineapple. Oh, okay. <laughs> all right. Good one. Um, and I know you're still out on the court all the time. What's your favorite basketball shoe of all time? Shoe? Yep. Favorite basketball shoe of all time. We, we never got the chance. I never got the chance to actually wear my favorite shoe on the court. Uh, but if I did, it would be the Jordan 11. Those would be my the favorite shoe to, to actually mm-hmm. play in. Those oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. We, we, I've, I've definitely heard that one before, for sure. Yeah. All right, uh, last one here, wrap it up. If you could play one-on-one against any basketball player, past or present, who would it be? Pistol Pete. Oh, okay, I like that. That's a throwback right there in itself. Uh, yeah, man, I'm a student of the game. That was my guy. It sounds like it, right? I mean, you're, you're revolutionizing it right here as we speak, so uh, you definitely have to know your history in order to uh, look into the future, yeah, so to man. speak. Appreciate your time here again, Thomas. Uh, we're, like I said, we'll be keeping an eye out on on your uh, social media accounts there for all the interaction you're going to have going. And we'd love to have you back on uh, closer to when this launch is going to be oh, yeah, and uh, talk about a little more about this process. I mean, you're at the you're not at the you're at the one of the finish lines. I'm not going to say the finish what? lines, but one of the finish lines yeah. right now. So all the best of luck to you here. I appreciate it, guys. Thank you guys for having me on. It was an awesome experience. Thank you.